Hey, hey. Stephen and I made an executive call here. We decided we're going to start early. Everybody that's in the waiting room being a good boy and girl, rather than have everybody continue to wait, we just want to let everybody in. Great to see all your faces. Uh, please feel free to turn your cameras on. Um, it makes it a lot better experience. I get to read the room. I get to tell who I'm putting to sleep and who I'm not. How are you doing tonight, Stephen? <laughs> I love it. Who I'm putting to sleep and who I'm not. I think that's a really good point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to keep admitting people because they keep putting them in the waiting room. So how you, I'm excited to do this, Stephen. Uh, it's been a while since we've done one of these together. We're, uh, oh, hey, Edgar. Good to see you, brother. David Sandoval, good to see you. I see Tim. I haven't seen Tim in a long time. I see him there. Wow, there you go, Tim. It's been a long time. I see Cheryl there. I see her occasionally popping up here and there. Who else? I see Stephen. I see David over there. I love that hat. David's got a great hat. I've seen that. <laughs> I think his hat, I think he's got his hat on his avatar too, which is cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's good to see you all, Varnell. Good to see you, Ray. Good to see you too. Lucinda. Good to see everybody smiling faces. My goodness. All right. Hey, Stephen, all I'm right. gonna We're wait. Some I'm gonna wait. And here, here in a little bit, I'll do my little introduction that, that Andrew asked me to share with everybody. But yeah, I just sure. let everybody in, see everyone's faces. Yeah, I like to be here a little early. We never do this. Hey, Lori, how are you? I see you there. How are you? Oh, hi, I'm on mute. Hello, how are you guys? Good, good, good. We're going to do things a little bit more casual this time. Okay. Yeah, because Andrew's not here and we can do whatever we want to do. <laughs> Good to see you, Lori. Love that accent. Where are you from? Oh, thank you. Uh, well, I grew up in Arkansas and Texas. Uh, I currently live in Colorado, but yeah, I have that Southern, that Southern accent. <laughs> it sounds familiar. I'm from, from Tennessee. I'm from middle Tennessee, okay, right around gotcha. Nashville. So I talk at like one half speed. Everybody has to click like 2x to listen to anything that I've ever done. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Good to see you, Sharon. That's another familiar face that's always smiling. Good to see you. All right. Stephen, I guess we can let everybody roll in. We're super early. That's the thing about Zooms is it's five after is about when most people show up. Pretty um, much, pretty much, but that's okay. You know, Stephen, good. This is really an important class tonight because I can tell you, the hardest thing is to reach out to companies and get their attention, and it has changed a little bit. And I was telling Benjamin, I'm pitching, oh, about three. I think there's four products at the moment. And for the last 120 days, when I first started, I, I wanted to poke my eyes out. It was so horrible. I was like, this is terrible. What has happened? Where is everybody? So tonight, we're going to talk about 
a few tips and strategies that I think are going to help you get to those companies that you want to get to, because it has changed a little bit, Benjamin. And I know you're kind of the expert at using LinkedIn, and I know you have your monthly calls twice a month with an amazing group of uh, inventors talking about the same topic. So it's I can't say enough about that group. Um, except for Edgar, Edgar excluded everybody else. Uh, I got nothing but nice things to say. No, Edgar is amazing. Edgar is another person that, that uh, understands this all too well. Done an amazing job with his account. I'm so proud of you, Edgar. Um, but this is that group is is so giving, Stephen. We're all in this together. We're all getting uh, getting roughed up all the same. And I think you said it best whenever you said misery loves company. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Let's, I actually said this. Every time I attend, there's a, so many people in, in this class. We call it Smart Pitch with Benjamin Harrison. And I said, I couldn't understand why the, all these people are showing up for this class. And I said to Benjamin, it's either your good looks or your personality or misery loves company because that room just gets packed. I uh, I think it's the misery loves company, Stephen. I think you got it right with the last one. I think uh, so. Uh, I, honestly, I think it's the camaraderie. I think it's everyone sharing, and that's what makes it so incredible. Is you have your experience, I have mine. Any one person's experience only goes so far, but when everybody comes together and everyone shares as we're all going through the process together. It's a truly incredible thing that's happened over there. And I don't know if it is something that we could recreate if we tried. I, don't, I know we didn't necessarily set out to have that group be that way. It was mainly a Q&A. And then it turned out everybody banded together in this amazing way. And I, I can't say enough about them. Well, when, you, when you're having so many people doing the same thing, pitching companies, you can share what's working and what's not working. That's what I like about it because you have to be flexible here. Not just one thing is going to work. You might have to change it up. Depends on the company, depends on the culture of the company, depends on the category. So you have to be somewhat flexible because things aren't going to work perfectly, I can tell you. So I see Shane down there. How are you doing, Shane? Nice seeing you. See you down there. Good, good, good. I see Leo. Hey, Leo. See you there. What's going on, Leo? Uh, so, did you? Uh, did I? I need to see that. Leo's always interesting. It's good to good to see his face. What'd you interview Leo on? Oh, I wanted to know what it was doing, and I wanted him to share what he's doing to help inventors too. He's got a great organization. They're out there getting a lot of good information out, and I wanted everybody to know about that information um, that he is sharing with uh, inventors all around the world now, not just in Kentucky, but around the world. Yeah. I figured you were trying to get tips on how to make your beard grow faster. I figured that's what it was, Stephen. Well, he probably could give me a few tips there. <laughs> oh, okay, man. we're going to give it about one more minute, then we're going to start everybody. It looks like everybody's filling in. Um, so it looks good. About one more yeah, minute. Sounds good. Stephen, I don't know if you've heard this yet. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know before we get started. Uh, right around where we're at in Florida is in the news right now. 
because our water temperature here in the ocean is 101 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's not great. Uh, no, it's not, a little bit warm, isn't it? Not, not great. Take oh. you a warm bath in the ocean. It's weird. Um, hey, before we start, everybody, could you put in the chat where you're from? That'd be great. And also put in the chat if you're new to Inventors Groups of America. That, that'd be wonderful. We'd like to see where everybody's from. Stephen, if you want to start this, I'll just go ahead and, and give us a little um, right. hello to everybody to start out with a normal spiel, and then we can get right into this. Well, let me first start out by welcoming everybody to Inventors Groups of America. Andrew Krauss and I started this organization probably, oh, I don't know, three or four, maybe even five years ago. And the purpose of this new group was to help inventing leaders in, across America to help their members commercialize their ideas. We knew the clubs. Andrew, I met Andrew at a club. He was running the, one of the largest inventors clubs. Um, in, in the United States, in Silicon Valley. I met him over 23 years ago. And Andrew and I have been supporting the groups uh, ever since. Those groups are really important. And if you have a close group that's close by, please join them and be part of their organization because the, the information they provide is priceless. The groups are struggling a little bit, you guys. So if there is a group close by, make sure you join and say hello and participate. You can learn so much from the groups all across America. And Leo's here from Kentucky. He's got a great group there too as well. And hopefully Celeste, shows, hopefully Celeste shows up because her group's from South Africa. Okay, so we have groups from all over the, basically the world now coming to Inventors Groups of America. So we started it to help the, the leaders and we realized we're helping the members and now we're just helping everybody. Okay, and that's why we created Inventors Groups of America, IGA. And, and IGA has a directory of local and regional inventor groups on the website. And uh, it, so it's a really easy way of seeing if you're located near one. And we highly recommend that you join that local inventor group because there's uh, Zoom meetings are great. But there's absolutely nothing that will ever replace in-person, face-to-face, getting to know each other uh, in person. So highly recommend that you join your local inventors group. Stephen already said if uh, you'd like to enter in the, your name and where you're from into the chat, we'd love to hear that, see where everybody's from, see where all the representation's from. I want to remind everybody not to disclose anything that's confidential. And it's not already publicly available that this meeting is being recorded and will be harnessed on the IGA website and the YouTube channel soon. Um, Stephen, I, I hope uh, that's not going to stop you from sharing anything. I was hoping to get really personal with you. Uh, we'll see how all that goes. So, hey, I, yeah, love to, I love to get the juicy stuff away. I don't hold back. So that's what I love about you, Stephen. So if you guys have any questions at all, please feel to enter those into the chat. Looks like we have a, a, a hand raise from Daniel already. Daniel, uh, Stephen, you want to go ahead and just get to this? I mean, my goodness, right off the bat, somebody's already got a question. Well, we don't even. Yeah, let's let's wait for the questions, everybody. We'll jump in. What we're going to do, we're going to do this presentation 
We're going to talk about some of the, the issues and strategies. Then we're going to open up because I'm sure you're going to have a lot of questions. I don't want to run out of time. So let's jump in. Daniel, we will get to you. In fact, you'll be the first yeah. one we ask when we start to open it up. Okay. Absolutely, Daniel. Please feel free to enter that into the chat or uh, whenever we get to the questions, just digitally raise your hand again like you have already done. Stephen, I'm going to go ahead and get into the slides. Yeah. And if you want to do this, we can get into it, brother. We're taking a little bit more laid back of an approach today. Hope that's <laughs> all right with everybody. Uh, going to share this screen. Steven, you see that all right? Everything good? I sure do. Is is my face, is my picture and name the font just a little bit bigger, bigger than, than mine? Yours? I think it's actually bigger okay. than mine. Okay, well then it's, it's the way that it needs to be then. Uh, everything's right. according to plan then. All right. Everyone, tonight we're going to talk about successful pitching strategies for winning over companies with your ideas. We're going to talk about how to get into companies and how to get them to respond and how to start those relationships up so you can start to pitch your wonderful ideas with them. And I'm really glad to have Benjamin Harrison with me. I've known Ben for a long time. He's kind of our licensing, a LinkedIn licensing expert over at InventRight. He created a program called Smart Pitch, which is a program that just focuses on all the different ways to get into companies, but really focuses on LinkedIn because he's the master at how to get to companies through LinkedIn because it's a great platform. And he's also written a book. Um, we'll talk about that in just a minute. So I want to welcome everybody to this class tonight. Okay, Ben. Stephen, I, buddy, it, how long ago was it that we started this journey? Uh, four years, I think, uh, really close to four years ago that we recognized how important this was going to be and, and started coming out with content for this. Does that seem right? Yeah, I think, so to give a little background, everyone, I think when LinkedIn first came out, it was really a, a place to find new hires if you're looking for a job. But soon it kind of changed a little bit, Ben, and it changed to where it was a platform for business people to connect. No matter if you're an inventor or some type of entrepreneur, doesn't matter what you're looking for, you could connect now to over 750 million people that are in business that really are there for business. They are there for you guys. They, are, they want you to connect with them. And I said to Ben, this is a game changer. We have to get involved. We need to know everything we possibly can about this platform. We have to stay current and we have to take advantage because it's hard to get the, to these companies, but now there's no gatekeepers. And man, I cannot imagine life without LinkedIn at this point. Uh, try, can you imagine trying to get into companies just having the, the phone and email at this point, Stephen? No, and we're going to talk about all the different ways to get into companies and why it has changed, and some of the other things maybe are a little bit difficult. You know, a little bit difficult, but LinkedIn is a great platform. The reason why this class is so important for me, and I was telling Ben, I took on some projects and I started doing the things that we've been talking about for a long time, and started reaching out to companies and I soon realized, holy cow, things have changed. And I want to talk about 
what has changed. And I want to talk about some tips and strategies that I've found because at the very beginning, Ben, I, I kind of wanted to poke my eyes out. It was so terrible. Um, I was reaching out to companies and it just wasn't working very well. I was using all the tips and strategies we've been talking about for a long time, but for some reason, it wasn't happening fast enough for me. And that bothered me. But I stayed with it and we had a lot of conversations and I had a lot of conversations with a lot of people and I and I found some new strategies that allowed me to get to these companies. And that's why we're sharing this tonight to keep you guys as current as we possibly can. Oh, here's your plug. Boy, you're right, you getting the plug right away. You're plugging your book, Ben. Well, you were you were talking too long, Steve, and I had to break it up a little bit. It was, it was just the next slide. I, I don't know how it got in there, honestly. <laughs> All right, we'll do this real quick, you guys. We have a book called Licensing Ideas Using LinkedIn. This is very good. It's a book that Ben and I wrote. And if you don't have it, please get it. And you'll find that there's scripts and everything else in this book. It's going to help you. But we're going to go even beyond this book tonight, Ben. Right? And that's what I really like about it. The book is the foundation. It's fantastic. But we're going to take it to a whole other level, too, tonight. Absolutely. All right. Uh, so, Stephen, do you want to start out and talk about why yeah. professional LinkedIn profile is so important right now? I mean, yeah. this is this is something we've been talking about for a while, but it seems like now more than ever, your LinkedIn profile is your your digital avatar. It's, it's it, you putting out. Uh, your best face forward and it's so crazy because it's what people identify you as a professional by is by the information that you provide them in that profile um well ben why it's important today is that everybody is screening everything i mean if i call someone today that that i that does not know my telephone number they will screen my number and then I have to send them a text for them to, to, to pick up the phone. Everyone is screening their calls. You're, you're looking at all the emails that come in. And you're like, who, who do I reach out to? Who do I just forget? I don't know you. So your profile is a, is, is a great way. So when someone wants to check you out, they can look at you very quickly. And that will satisfy them that, hey, I want to work with you. So it is your, it's like a living resume now. Ben, it's what it is. And you can create really who you are, what you're interested in. In fact, you know what it is? It's your sell sheet, right? It's it's that one page that advertises you. Absolutely. And Stephen, the thing about the your profile is, is you can do everything else right. You can have an incredible you know, set of scripts that you use, you can have incredible marketing material, you can engage with content, you can put your best face forward in every other aspect of this. But if your LinkedIn profile isn't professional, all of that's going to fall flat. Because it's how people qualify. you. So if you're not going to spend the time to get your profile right, then it, all your other efforts are going to fall flat, in my opinion. So Ben, let's let's jump ahead. Show everyone what's a good profile. Okay. So I wanted to use Mr. Elliot Friedman, uh, 
Ventright member on the meeting. Really glad to see his face. Elliot's a wonderful example of how to, to do this right. Uh, then Michelle Morrison is another Inventright member, uh, another personal friend, and she's done an incredible job. And then this guy on the far right, I, I guess that's <laughs> Lawrence of Arabia. I don't, I don't know who that is over there. <laughs> uh, but Stephen, that's, that's your pro profile. And I want to talk a little bit about this. I want to show a, a little bit of differences as well. So right off the bat, I want to let everyone know that the information, the text, the mini narrative that you write about yourself that is your about area in your profile is important. But more important, I've found, is all of the imagery that's involved in your profile, your background photo, your profile photo, and your featured section are the areas that draw everyone's attention first because they can be filled with all this vibrant color. And those pictures can tell a story so much faster than someone reading through a couple of paragraphs. And so I wanna encourage everybody, if you don't have your featured section enabled, and if you don't have some information that is showing you off as a professional, showing off what's important to you, showing uh, posts that you've made that have done well, or any uh, publications that you've been in, anything that you've done previously that's a one of these moments for you, fill that featured area up with it because those pictures are what people's eyes are going to immediately go to. And it's gonna tell the story so much faster. So on Elliot and Michelle's profile, everyone notices it goes from their background photo and their, their headshot to their name, their headline, and then it goes into the about area and then the featured is below that. But on Lawrence of Arabia's, it goes right into the featured section instead of going into the about area. The about area is actually below all of that on Stevens. And that's because Steven has creator mode enabled on his LinkedIn profile, which is a difference uh, that they have now that for people that create content specifically, and it rearranges your profile and puts more of an emphasis on the featured area and the activity because as a creator, that's more what your profile is about rather than your about section. But notice immediately how that featured area being located right underneath the headline and all of that, it grabs your attention. And look at the difference in the profiles and see where your eyes immediately go. And so I wanna encourage everybody, add things to your featured area. It's really important to have um, all, uh, profile picture, a background picture, and to have everything filled out. But bang for your buck, focus on your featured area, and also put some emphasis into your activity on LinkedIn, because that's another thing that people are going to see on your profile. As you see here on all three of these, their activity is at the bottom here below the featured. People see that 
and they judge who you are as a person and how you're going to act as a professional based on those interactions. And so to me, those are the most important things that you can do with your profile at this point. Same as always, gotta have a great headshot, gotta have a great uh, background photo. Important to have something about product development in your headline somewhere. And then from there, focus on those, those visuals more than just the text. Stephen, is there anything that you wanna to add to that? Yeah, the, the only thing I'd like to add to it is that underneath your name, and I change it occasionally. Right now I have a contributor to Forbes, Forbes Inc. and Entrepreneur because I'm reaching out to companies to connect with me. And I know they think I'm the media. And because of that, they connect with me very quickly because I'm pitching ideas right now. So that's why I've used that. Sometimes I change it up. But underneath your name, that gives you the ability to kind of talk about the, the benefit you're bringing to the table. So I'll give you an example. I'm in the packaging industry. If I was pitching to packaging companies, I might change underneath my name to say, creating innovative packaging solutions, maybe creating sustainable packaging solutions for today's world. I might change it, and that would actually be my one-line benefit of what I'm doing. So that's the only thing I've noticed, that you're, this is your sell sheet, and you could actually create it in such a way to really highlight the benefits of what you're doing. And of course, they've done it a little bit differently. But and, I, and Benjamin, I play with it, as you know. I change the pictures around. I change the backgrounds around. I've got three camels. Why do I have three camels? I don't know. It's different. People see it like they're like, what the heck is this guy doing? I think it just creates like, who? I might want to get to know this guy. That's why I do it. Stephen, you raise a, a wonderful point is your profile should change. It should serve whatever it is that you're currently trying to use your LinkedIn profile for. That's what it should be designed around. Creating the, the response that you want to get out of the people that you're trying to get in touch with. So if you're in the, in currently pitching like you said, packaging, sustainable packaging, something like that, then uh, maybe having some camels stomping on top of packages. Uh, no, but, it, but to have that all come together, it's, it's something that should change depending on what it is that you're currently trying to do. Don't think of it as something that has to stay the same or just something that is serving the purpose of getting you a job. It should be serving the purpose of making the people with whom you are trying to get, do business with comfortable with doing business with you. One, one last thing before you go to the next slide. Sometimes I'll ask someone when they go to my, look at my profile, what do you think? Sometimes I want to get feedback and that really helps me to decide if I want to change it or what do you think when you come to my, my page? So I always test it just to get people's feedback. I think you should do that with your marketing material, your sales sheet, and even your, your LinkedIn profile. All right, Benjamin, let's go to the next slide. That's a great tip. Okay, so Stephen, this is something that you wanted to talk about and that's so important, doing yeah. your homework. I think this is really, really important. And you can tell when someone hasn't done their homework. 
And I was interviewing this one company, Life's Scan, and I was interviewing the chief marketing officer there, Lisa Rose. She's pretty busy. And I said, uh, how do, um, what do you look for when someone reaches out to you? And she said to me, Steve, I, re I recognized instantly if they know my business that I'm in by, the, by what they're asking for in their comments. And if they don't know exactly what I'm doing, I don't pay attention to it. Right. So I think you have to really do your homework on whoever you're reaching out, customize it a little bit to tell them you've spent the time to know who you are. Because how many times do you get these messages through email or through your LinkedIn? Someone's pitching you something and you realize they don't even know what I do. I don't read those. That is called that's he's spamming me. He hasn't taken the time to to know who I am. No, no, don't do that, you guys. Because if you really know that customer and what they do, you can craft that that message later that tells them why you're reaching out to them because they are the right company, but you have to know who they are. So LinkedIn's a social platform. And one of the most important constructs in social interaction is the law of reciprocity. And if somebody sends you a message on LinkedIn, Stephen, and they were to say, hey, you should try writing a book sometime. Or maybe you should try coaching inventors. Maybe I could help you start a coaching class. Whenever they send you messages like that, which which you laugh, but I mean, does does it happen? Is that something that, because uh, I, I get messages similar, but not maybe that crazy. It happens all the time. And I just wonder why they haven't spent a minute to really customize. You know what it is? It's just spam. They're throwing it out. That's like, and I can tell they're sending it out to who knows how many people. I don't feel special. They haven't done my haven't done the homework. I don't want to work with them. By the way, I don't want to work with you. You're not the type of person that's taken enough care to even know who I am. Yeah, it doesn't and, work. And it, it makes perfect sense if someone is if you're not willing to take any time before to do some research before sending out a message. How can you expect anyone? to be willing to take time to respond to it. It's simple reciprocity. And so do your homework. And it's very, very obvious when people don't. It's better to not uh, have, have some kind of customization in there than it is to have the wrong customization in there. So make it custom, make it personable, but make it authentic. Stephen, do you have yes. anything else to say about, about homework or do you want to get right into no, this? No, I want to get into this because this is the meat of this presentation. This is why you're here today. Outreach to companies today has changed. You know what's really crazy, Ben? I used to think that, boy, back in the day when I first started reaching out to companies, there wasn't the internet. And I used to think, oh, what, a, what a disadvantage I'm at without the internet. Now I'm thinking, it's gotten harder with the internet because it's crowded and people are just, we're getting bombarded. Where when I first started out, I would send a letter to somebody and you know, I could get to anybody and they all responded. But today it's a little bit different. So this is what I've, I've realized, you guys. 
when you use your script and if it's not working okay realize today's environment is an environment of caution we companies have been laying off people okay retailers have been closing okay we've had some supply chains issues okay I mean look look at the tv shows or movies they're doing barbie and they're doing all these other uh projects that people recognize the brands right they're not taking risks they're very cautious all right knowing that they're cautious and knowing they're a little risk averse play your script change your script to really highlight the benefits of your product know clearly the benefits of your pro uh, product maybe it's it's spending less time it's less expensive it does something but really focus on taking away risk and write that script so they get it very very quickly the benefit it used to be man you know this hey i'm a product developer hey uh do you work with outside product developers you embrace open innovation forget that it, it, it's one step to get to these people now you got to be faster than that what I realized that I write this script, I, I know who I'm going to target, I know what's really important to them, I know that everybody's really cautious, so I'm really trying to write that script, and where it's a short little paragraph, and it really, you know, maybe a couple here, this is a good example, I'll get to that in a minute, that really zero ends. What you're looking at here, thank you for connecting with me, I always say that because I'm really happy that they've done that, I almost do the happy dance just if they even connect with me these days. I have a patent pinning. You guys, what I love about this first sentence, I'm telling them my IP strategy. If I have a patent, I have a patent, or I have a patent pending packaging solution that eliminates plastic rings currently being used and is 100% curbside recyclable. That paragraph exactly explains what I have. I don't go long anymore, but I go short, I go fast, I go to the point. Now, this, this next little paragraph is someone used this, and I really love it. Your company was recommended by an industry leader as the best company to show this new packaging solution to first. That just kind of kind of gives them a pat on the back. Hey, right? I tr sometimes I put it in there, sometimes I remove it. But here's the last thing. May I send you a one-minute video demonstrating this new packaging solution? Short to the point, and sometimes I'll even change this up multiple times, Ben, right? I, I just realized you have to kind of play with it because sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't work. The next thing I've noticed, and I think this is probably the most important thing you're gonna to learn tonight, it's all about the follow-up. 48% of most companies and people do not follow up. 25% of the 48 that do follow up, they only follow up twice. Success happens when you follow up six or seven times. If you're not following up, following up, following up, following up, you're going to be disappointed. And this is so true now. Now we're thinking, Ben, if I follow up a lot, am I being a pest? No, you're not. You're being a professional. Right, because imagine all the things people are getting all day long. You follow up, and the way I follow up is say, "Hey, just following up. I know you're really busy. Any tips and advice would be extremely appreciated." I ask 
for them to show, you know, their experience and help me. And if they don't, I wait five days, maybe five, maybe three days. I come back again. Hey, this is Stephen Key again. I know you're crazy. I know it's crazy busy. I just need two minutes of your time. Could you please look at this? I just keep following up. You know what happens? They see it. And they know I'm not going away. They know I'm a pro. They know I have something that's so important that I'm just not going to give up. And I think we all have a tendency not to follow up enough. That's the biggest tip tonight. The second thing, I think this is really important. And Ben, you've got a slide with this, don't you, about the... the yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. And Stephen, can I, can I interject something yes. really quick? Because I follow-up is a very, very challenging thing for people whenever they're first learning this. And I want to encourage everyone that everybody feels that way whenever about following up whenever they first start this process. You feel like you're bugging people. But the reality of whenever you're doing this day in, day out, whenever the reality of what this is going to take is I forget to message my mom back. I'll get something from my mom, something from my dad, something from uh, even Steven. No, I'd never forget him. But <laughs> I forget to message the most important people in my life back because of how many messages we get all the time. So don't assume that it is out of malice or a lack of, of care or consideration that someone doesn't respond to a message of yours. I forget to respond to people all the time. And I feel, whenever I see it later, I feel terrible about it. And I wish that they had said something else to me. In a non-entitled way, no one owes you a response. So don't treat them like they do. However, it's your job as a professional to follow up. And what happens is whenever you do this enough, you end up with people who will thank you for your professional persistence. And those messages, once you start getting them, then it's like, okay, okay, I get it. I'm not bugging them. I'm being a pro. I actually like when someone follows up with me. I get so busy, I, I forget. But when they follow up, you, you're doing me a favor. You're bringing it to the top again. So Ben's right. It's, it's a really a professional thing to do is to follow up because people are just so busy putting out fires. Okay, I'm not going to talk about the comments on, on their post yet because I want to get to that, which you have been, because that is so powerful and so true. Moving off LinkedIn, you guys, I want to get off LinkedIn as fast as I can, right? I want to have a quick conversation. I want to show them something. But the minute there's some interest, I want to get on a Zoom call, Skype call, telephone call, and I'm going to make sure I, I get that done as fast as I can, because that's when I can start the relationship up personally and they can see me. So I always try to get it off as fast as I can. Testing. I test all the time. Right. I'm always testing because you never know what's going to work for one person it might not work for the other person. So you got to play with it. So true. Tweaking your pitch. Tweak it, tweak it, tweak it. I got a hold of somebody. And they looked at what I was sending them. And 
they told me what was important to them. I redid my cell sheet. I redid my video because of what they told me. And if I hadn't had that information, I'd probably be still trying to reach out to people and didn't get any response. But I did go over this one person. And what happened was the minute he told me how to change it, I started getting a more a better response. So so what I do is that when I reach out to a company, I find the right company that's a good fit. I reach out to the president. And I never used to reach out to the president. I reach out to the president, someone in sales, someone in marketing, someone in new product development. I'll reach out to someone in graphics. I'll even reach out to someone in shipping if I have to. I want to reach out a big net. So if someone connects with me, then I can navigate it to the right person. So I guess what I'm saying is this, Ben, you have to be more persistent. You have to up your game. You have to be more persistent, throw a wider net, do your homework, reach out to more people, do more follow-up. You have to do all these things. The attitude. I want to get the attitude real quick. Because if you don't have the right attitude, this will break you. <laughs> this will be like your worst. Like, this is like a nightmare. And you'll be calling me saying, Steve, Steve, do you have someone that can help me? I, I'm going to give up. Oh, you, trust me, you'll get to that point. This is what I do. I make it a game. How many times is it going to take me to follow up with that guy? And I keep count. In fact, I screen capture every email of how many times, and then I look it up and go, look at eight times, the guy still hasn't reached out to me. And I kind of laugh, and then I send him another one. So <laughs> make a game out of it, you guys. If not, you will go out of your mind today. Okay. Uh, Stephen, <laughs> it's so true. I don't think that anything can prepare you. It's like uh, being a parent, I'm sure. There's nothing that can prepare you for being a parent. And there's nothing that can prepare you for for reaching out as you have to do uh, one thing that i want to uh make a comment on about moving off of linkedin and i want to give a shout out uh, once again to elliot freeman elliot uh brother i hope you're feeling good uh elliot's got a, a lot going on and um uh, he's a good friend. We've been checking in on each other. We're both recovering from something right now. So I hope everything's going well with you, Elliot. But Elliot brought to the attention of everyone in the smart pitch meeting one night that he had been using Calendly, which is a, um, a appointment uh, app or, or software, right? A very, very popular. But the one of the coolest things about Calendly is that it allows you to drop a link to your calendar for available appointments within LinkedIn direct messages where it pops up. They have a link they can click that brings up all your available times. And something that I absolutely love that Elliot has, has done with this is he has created what I believe is, is why he's so successful with this is he's created 15 minute meeting blocks within Calendly and will send that out to people. And there's something in my opinion, Elliot thinks so too, very powerful about the 15 minute meeting block. You're not asking anybody for an hour. You're not even asking anybody for 30 minutes. 
but 15 minutes and for them to have the availability within the LinkedIn direct messaging uh, part of your app to be able to click on that, book a meeting right then and there. He's had fantastic success with it. Elliot, I wanna thank you for sharing that and everything else that you've shared with the group. And I wanna encourage everybody else, try Calendly out, try creating some 15 minute meeting blocks and try sending those out in your messages and see if you get anybody to bite. Because so far the people that are trying that out have been getting bites. Um, here's a script that I wanna share with everybody really quick. We wanna give you two scripts. Uh, I have a similar script to what Stephen G is using in that I think it's very important to put specifically what the product is, uh, especially whenever you're dealing with mid to large size companies because they might have different departments who have different go-to people for these depending on what the department is so by telling them what specifically it is that you want to send over it helps them help you it cuts out one interaction that we get all the time which is well, what kind of product is it i don't know where to send you this helps them help you and it allows you also to put in industry specific keywords that helps you speak their language to them shows you shows them that you belong there shows them that you've done your research so i keep everything casual and we all have to filter through uh insane amount of messages every day and so i like to send things over that appear to be a normal message that you would get from someone you know that's why i go about it so casual it's a hey stephen it's not greetings and salutations sir madame it's not the normal spam uh you know top i say hey i talk to them exactly the way that i would talk to somebody that i know personally because that's the impression that i want them to get whenever they're reading say hey stephen probably not your department but do you know if anyone at this business handles outside production or product submissions open innovation and, and parentheses there and what i'm doing is i'm letting people off the hook at the very beginning of the message everybody else is asking something of you demanding something of you everyone else is assuming that you owe them a response whatever i like to take the take a little bit of the weight of the ask out of the equation by letting them off the hook at the very beginning hey probably got nothing to do with you but i'd appreciate your help and in my experience this comes off a lot better and i get a lot of responses from taking the the ask out of the very beginning and taking the expectation out of it and then i get into I've developed a low price uh, and so I'll, I'll, uh, anything that has an underline in it, these are all uh, interchangeable depending on what the product is. But in this instance, I'm saying I've developed a low price point electronic accessory for smartphones. That provides fun for a wide range of demographics. Believe it'd be a great fit for your product line. Stephen, I'm going to steal your uh, patent uh, pending. Uh, I, I have no reason to, to not have that in here. I'll probably add that as soon as we get off of this meeting. I like it so much. I've developed a, a low price point patent pending electronic accessory, right? Get right to the point, thank them and get out. I'm sorry, brother. No, I, what I've found 
if you have a patented product, let's say, and you think you have a great company and they have a great reputation, I will sometimes put um, the video link in there. I don't even ask for permission. I go straight, here it is. Here's a one minute video demonstrating. I mean, you guys, I'm trying to cut back and forth as fast as I can because everybody's really busy. I don't do, if it's patent pinning, I don't do it because there's intellectual property protection and that's a, that's a whole nother thing to do to go down that road of showing your IP. But if it's patented and it's out there, heck, I'll put the link to the video over there, right? I mean, I'm trying to get to the point as fast as I can. And people are, can, you know, they want to know about your IP status, so put it in there. Why not? You bet. Hey, it's one extra question that you don't have to answer. They That's already right. know. That's right. So another thing I want to talk about really quick is if you all are not doing this as something that I've been preaching for a couple of years now, still not a widely adapted thing, but so there's a very good chance that if you do this, that you will be the first time that anyone has received one of these messages. Voice messages, audio messages, whatever you want to call it on LinkedIn is a great uh, way to mix things up. And I really like this for following up rather than sending the same type of text message over and over to the, to people i like mixing it up with an audio message and uh once again just because you can uh send an audio message doesn't mean that you need to all of a sudden do a hard sales pitch in it i would recommend this exact same scripts that steven and i just showed you but in an audio form the important things being that you speak the connection's name at the beginning of the message and at the end of the message as you introduce yourself and there's something very powerful about this because you can't or at least i haven't figured out a way yet maybe we need to get on this but this isn't something that you copy and paste fake spam people with if i am speaking your name into a phone in a message i took the time to do that and people respond differently to this and it's only available on the mobile devices it's not something to the best of my knowledge that they've implemented on the desktop version yet it's only in the app but you do it by holding the microphone button to the side of the where you would normally put the text in and it's just speaking your message, uh, same as, as you would. Uh, great thing for everybody to try out if you're not already doing that. Do you want to talk about cold calling for just a second? Yeah, real quick, you guys. Cold calling used to be my preferred method. Today, most companies don't even have a phone system anymore. And so it, it's really quite frustrating, right? So if you want to try cold calling, make sure you get some get the name of someone in sales on LinkedIn and try to cold call someone to get a hold of someone in sales. They usually always pick up. But what I've found today is that some companies will have a customer service line and they won't give you the corporate number. And some of them don't even have a corporate number anymore. So cold calling has gotten a little tougher. That's why we have to lean a little bit more in on LinkedIn. But that's that's what I found lately. And it's very frustrating, but people are screening calls and everything's going online. Yeah, you can thank robocalling for that. Everyone's, Pretty if much. you don't re recognize the number, you're not answering. 
this is something I want to talk about really quick. Uh, that is is massive. We've been we've been hitting this point home for a long time, Stephen. But I think it's great to see somebody else saying this. I'll, I'll, I'm going to read through this really quick. I know we're pressed for time, everybody. Sorry, I'm long-winded. But this is a post that was on LinkedIn from the co-founder of Netflix, Mark Randolph. And he says, being able to get to someone is one of the most important skills to develop as an entrepreneur. And he goes on to say, I promise you, we notice. We see who's in our comments with interesting thoughts. We see the people who quote tweet our post or ask interesting questions. And when we see those names pop up later in our email, it might just be enough to make them stand out from the thousands of other emails we receive. That's the co-founder of Netflix who's saying this. So, Stephen, I don't think we're doing this enough. Ben, I really don't. It's it's. Oh, let's put it this way: if you were to reach out to him with an email, you're one in a thousand. You probably won't get it. But if you reach out on a post or retweak it or ask good questions, he's most likely, he's not getting a thousand comments. So really realize it's a, it's a nice way to get in. I've done it myself. It does work. I love this. We don't do enough of it. I, I agree 100%. Another thing I want to uh, mention to everybody, another thing that people do not do enough is they do not show up to companies events that they're having they will post these on linkedin they will have links to events that they are having my advice to you is to show up have your camera on pay attention laugh at their jokes smile ask softball questions in in the chat be the positive person that you would want showing up to an event of yours. Because what uh, the Netflix guy said is very true. Commenting on a post, they remember that they appreciate it. It's the lifeblood of their social media efforts. But then the next step here is showing up to an event. It doesn't cost you anything to do, but they see your face. They see you as a professional. They see you as someone who they want to work with. They feel good when they see your name pop up. Finding common ground. This is an InventRight member, Chad, and a licensee of his, Todd. He's actually, Todd's gonna be on Bridging the Gap tomorrow. Todd, uh, Chad sent Todd a video message on LinkedIn. Todd recognized a motorcycle in the background of, his, of Chad's video. Todd is a biker as well. He commented back to Chad about it. They found a little bit of common ground, became friends over it, and they're working on several products together now. And so I just want to let everybody know that's real. Same with me. The true connections that I've made in, in uh, dealing all the all the different awesome opportunities that we've had, uh, rare uh, like partnerships, have all been because we've shown up places, volunteered our time, found common ground with people, and been the type of person that they want to work with. Stephen, you want to tell everybody about yeah. stepping up their game? Yeah, real quick, you guys, I know we're running out of time. 
this is what I've learned. Make sure your LinkedIn profile is complete and professional and play around with it and even ask people, what do they do when they get there? What do they think about you? Do your homework, please. And, and that's going to really, um, you're going to stand out. Uh, it's really easy to do. And do reach out to everybody now. Cast a wider net. It's probably not the right person, but if you use Benjamin's script, they'll they'll connect you to the right person. Clearly state your point of difference and the benefit of your product and even your IP. I think getting to the point faster is always better. Follow up is the most important thing you can do today. That's the number one thing out of this class. Follow up, follow up. Do not stop. Be a pro. And also, if you do cold call people, that's fantastic. But just realize, get a, get the guy in, in sales from, from LinkedIn. Try to get a hold of them. But cold calling is getting a little weird. Here's the other thing. The more you do this, the better you're going to feel about it. The one thing I've noticed, Ben, if I'm doing this a lot, I'm feeling in control. I'm having a blast. I'm having fun with it. If you're doing it every once in a while, you're never going to get that comfortable. So practice makes perfect. There's some questions I want to get to here. So true. Ben, real quick. Absolutely. I'm going to stop my share. Yeah, thank you. Um, I want to get to some of these questions real quick because I think some of these are really important. Christy asked a question about what companies to trust. Okay, you guys, it's really simple. Here's what I do. Find a company that works with inventors. Look at their product. Look at their website. Look at their the products they sell. See how they treat people. Ask them, do you work with outside inventors? Type in their name, type in complaints, and see if they're hiding something. If they're not on social media, that's a red flag for me. If you're on social media, you're willing to take the comments. You're probably doing a good job. If they're not on social media, that's a red flag. So please just do your homework and maybe even ask, ask them, do you work with us? Look at their track record. It speaks volumes. Chrissy, I think it's a great, great question. Um, I'm not fearful of anybody. I try to find good companies and I can tell the way they treat me. The first time they treat me, if they're going to, they're going to be a company I want to work with. So find like-minded people, like-minded companies that love us. Here's another one that's really important to me. Um, this, this following up. Yes, you can keep on doing this string, but if you get tired of it, start a new one. It's so perfectly okay. Right. Don't play around with it. And Ben's right. Be yourself. Be different than anybody else, and it's going to work. I also, I have a 70, I, you know, I have this premium thing on, on uh, LinkedIn. And I'll tell you, I never use it to, to directly email someone. They never watch it. Look, it's like, I'm coming for you. I'm, I'm, I'm announcing, hey, I'm coming. I'm going to sell you something. I never use it for that because it says, what does it say um, in mail or it says something. It gives them a heads up. I'm going to try to sell. I don't use it. But what the what I do use it for is building connections because I can connect to so many people that way. And if I don't have it, I, they limit my the way I can connect. So if you're if you're in the connecting mode, pay the seventy nine dollars of the free month and connect like crazy and then jump off the stupid thing. OK, that's the way I take advantage of that. Um, I want to talk about um, resubmitting an idea. Yes. Timing is everything, right? And a company might say no today. And I've seen this happen. I've always wondered. They say no today. Six months later, they said, yes, resubmit. It's okay. Repackage it and, and go back with the fresh look. 
get some feedback and come back and say, look, thank you for the for for um, letting me submit. I took your advice and I, and I like to pitch it again. I made some changes. Yes, resubmit. It's perfectly fine, you guys. Right. Timing is everything. People change jobs. Environment changes. So don't if you get a note today, it's not a note uh, tomorrow. I guess that's the point. And there's one more here. I want to get you really quick here. All right. Sometimes you need advice from other people. I don't know about manufacturing. I know how important it is. I think manufacturing is really important these days. When I talked about companies being cautious, right? The more you can provide value, take away risk, the more they want to work with you. All right. So what does that mean? If I know what my product costs, right, or how to manufacture it, that's a big benefit. I've taken away some risk or maybe market demand. I've done some stuff beyond what most people do. All right. Getting back to this one question, though, if I do, I need to build a team and give equity away because I have people help me. No, you don't. You pay for their advice. You have them sign an NDA. Make sure it's a work for hire agreement, meaning anything they give you, you own and ask them for those things that you need. I'm in the manufacturing wor world of packaging. I don't know how to make some of this stuff, but I can find the people that do. And those people give me the information, and that's the information I file my PPA on. So you don't have to give away your business to work for higher agreements, get your team, get good advice, pull it together, and that's going to help you pitch. All right. Ben, Stephen, what do you there was got? another question about um, a toy company that said that they don't they don't usually license ideas. And uh, this person's curious. Trimund is curious how how to pitch to to try to convince someone to that doesn't normally license something. Don't don't go to the next guy. You you guys <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> Some companies are just stuck in their ways, and they've done something the same way, and they just can't get out uh, in front of themselves sometimes. And. And instead of trying to convince them, find another company that does understand licensing and really welcomes that, right? But don't go, don't fight upstream, right? Sometimes things happen for a reason. I don't worry about it anymore. I just find the next guy because there's a lot of guys out there. So if they don't want a license, don't convince them, right? Just find the next guy that does. Uh, Christy had a, a question about, you know, what... Uh, if some companies are legitimate or not, I would say, you know, do your research. Uh, anybody, uh, you're going to need to do your own research. Don't don't uh, take somebody else's word uh, on on who's legitimate or not. You need to Google stuff, look for reviews. Stephen, do you have any more uh, to say yeah, about I, that? I I just I was I mentioned that earlier. Don't be fearful. Don't listen to anybody else. Do your own homework. Right, because I can type in complaints and lawsuits and everything. You can't hide today. It's hard to hide, right? And look at how they treat their customers on the reviews of their products too. If they're treating their customers poorly, they're going to treat you poorly too. So, do your homework. True. Every company's different, and sure, maybe some companies have made a mistake. Okay, that happens. But if they have this list of complaints, and sometimes they bury it a little bit, dig a little deeper. All right. But do your own homework, you guys. Find those good companies, and you will find them. And they will love you. They will. 
Social media is everything. If they're not on social media, I run. I run so fast because social media to me is a way of saying, hey, look, I'm doing good business. All right. And if I'm not, help me do a better job. And you're going to poke me. That's okay. I can I can do a better job. But if I'm not on LinkedIn, I'm afraid of it. I'm hiding. So let's do this really quick, everybody. I want to get a group picture. Everybody look, smile, look alive, look like I haven't bored you to sleep. Get a hand up, get a get a wave going. Hey, 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 hey. There we go. There we go. Keep them up, keep them up. I'm gonna get all of these really quick. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody. It's our and it's like our it's go. a family photo album. I love when we do it. It is. It is. So I wanted to make sure that we got that done. We're coming up on the hour. There's a couple of extra questions that are in there. I'm happy to answer these. Uh, the The first was, do I send a, a normal connection request or do I personalize them? And this depends on the scenario. Uh, I, whenever I'm trying to get into a company and, and create new fresh connections, let's say that I don't have any personal information about these people, I don't fake it. I just go through and hit connect, 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 connect. See what happens, see who connects back with me, and then reach out to those people accordingly. It's almost like an initial filter for me, because if I have to write them a sonnet in order to get them to connect with me, the chances of them going out of their way to help me out with something else is probably not all that great too. The, cap the, the difference caveat in this is if I do have something actually personal to say to someone, if I like something that they've done, if I have a personal connection of any kind, then I will absolutely send a, a custom note in. But I don't fake a custom note. I don't fake some kind of connection if I don't have it. Another question was about how long video messages can be. Uh, I, I saw 60 seconds. I thought it was two minutes. It could be 60 seconds now. It's been uh, a little bit since I've sent one. But uh, that sounds about right. Uh, there was a question about a real no or a false no uh, from Darren, target customer connected with, uh, received polite decline from the VP of engineering, who, yeah, that's a hard person to win over uh, right off the bat. They, they have got a lot of responsibility whenever a new product comes out. I like to try to sell marketing or sales because they don't have the, the, the work on the front end. Uh, but one thing that I'll say is make sure that the person that gives you a no actually has the uh, right to give you a no. Well, let me tell you what's crazy about that. Um, someone I work with sent an email, maybe multiple emails to one company. He sent it to the right guy, new product development. And the guy looked at it and goes, it's not the right fit for us. Then he sent it to the president. The president goes, I love this idea. Let's have a meeting. All right, this kill, you're killing me here with this. So guess what I'm saying is it's okay to reach out to multiple people and, and realize that not everybody is going to want to work with you. So just be persistent and it's okay. The one thing I have noticed, and there's no just one right time to reach out to people. Fridays are great now. Saturdays are even wonderful, even Sundays. Why? Because all those people have this now. Right. And sometimes they get so busy during the week, they just can't get to it. But I'll tell you, these people that are really serious about their business, they're always connected. They see something. Oh, and I can get to it. 
right? So connect all the time. There's never a good, there's never a bad time. I think any time. And I spoke to someone mm -hmm. the, the other night. It was that night I talked to someone and even Dana Knowles. I think Dana Knowles on here. She she helps uh, us at InventRight. She brings a lot of companies to InventRight to talk about us. She had some guy reached out to her and talked to her at 11 o'clock at night. It's like, you got to be it happens. Yeah. So it's always a good time to reach out to people. So, Daniel, if you're still on, buddy, if you could get your hand raised, I want to make sure that Where we get to your question as well. Daniel, if you're still on here, please raise that digital hand. It's only 8.02. We didn't go that long that he would have left already, Stephen. But um, Matthew's is. got a hand up. What's going on? I recognize Matthew from Smart Pitch. Matthew's an old buddy at this point. How's it going, Matthew? Good. Can you hear me? Yep, I got you. Oh, just a quick question. You know, I have a LinkedIn profile, but it's all about, you know, my non-product development, my non-invent right profession. Um, I was looking and it says, you know, you really shouldn't have two LinkedIn profiles. You, you show profiles for people who are like full-time invent right. Now, what are your recommendations for somebody who's got like, you know, their professional LinkedIn profile and does invent right or inventing on the side? How do you handle that? So Matthew, how I always tell everybody to handle that is if you're reaching out to people about open innovation or product development, uh, it's great to have that somewhere in your headline. You don't have to base your entire account around it, but most people are slash people at this point. I'm a, a hairdresser slash engineer slash Leonard Skinner fan or whatever it is, but people have different aspects of what makes them the professional that they are so i would recommend just i'll do a profile review for you uh our next class uh, it depends on how professional your your profile looks uh but my guess is you already seem like a pro so i would just add product developers somewhere to your headline and that, let it rip just make sure that you come across professional is the most important thing does that answer your question okay. Matthew? i think i think we all do so many different things it's okay to be this guy that does this. I scuba dive. I, I do this. I do that. Okay. It's perfect. Creativity comes from anybody and everybody. We're all creative. So it doesn't, don't put yourself in a box, Matthew. Be whoever you want to be. Yeah. Thanks. Stephen, did you see any more questions at all that we didn't get to? I don't want to no, go I just too wanna, long. You guys, I like to kind of keep it on time. I just want to thank everybody for coming to tonight's meeting, IGA. We, we like to bring the best information to you, the most current information to you. We need for you to get in the game, have fun with this whole process. It is a blast. It's amazing to see your ideas come to life. It is amazing to see them on TV. Go down to the store, see your friends using your products. It's magical, but you have to take good steps, educate yourself, don't run too fast, don't get too, don't get too in love with your one idea, but play the game of innovation. Be creative, have a blast, and please connect with us all on LinkedIn. Let's build a huge community. I want to thank Ben for leading the charge of all of us to connect on LinkedIn. We're stronger together, right? So please connect on LinkedIn, and hopefully we'll see you next month for another IGA webinar. Great to see everybody. If you don't mind putting your thanks down there for Stephen,
Oh, they're coming in. They're everywhere. Thing. Yeah, well, I got to ask for them, though. So You guys are the best. <laughs> no, You're thank best. you all for showing up and, and putting up with me, giving me a chance to come on here and, and share what I've learned over the last few years. Um, Stephen, thank you for the opportunity to come on, too. Um, ben, you're, you're the best at this, and I'll tell you, I cannot thank you enough for bringing everybody together and keep fighting for all of us on LinkedIn to get to those companies. So thank you so much, Ben. Absolutely. Everybody, I hope you have an absolutely wonderful night. So good to see all of your faces. Keep, keep thank doing you. it. Know how to, hey, Daniel, there you are. Daniel, what's the question? My goodness. Daniel. Where is he? There he is. Ask Daniel. Okay, where? Okay, you got it, Daniel. What's the question? I love it. No, actually, my question was about um, following up on um, which companies that you're trying to reach out to, and I think you've answered that during the course of the okay. um, webinar, and, I, and I'm really grateful for that, sir. All right. We were Very thorough, good. Stephen. First time for everything, right, buddy? Very good. You also that mentioned one. about being right. um, being thoughtful as well. So. Yeah, being thoughtful is very, yes, very sir. important. All thank you, sir. Thank Daniel, you, thank, thank you for being patient and waiting on us. All right, Daniel. Thank, thank you, everybody. Have everybody. A good night. Bye, everybody. Hope you have a wonderful we'll, we'll night. See thank you. Bye. Thank you. See you, Michelle. Thank you. Thank see you, everyone. Thank you, brother. Good night, everybody. Good night.